0: Wait to know. What do you think about things? Believe it. I will
1: always be there so you can tell me anything and I'll Hi, a warm welcome to Talk About Things. This is Matt from London. Here with my co-hosts Panos and Yanis.
2: Hello guys, this is Yanis from Eurovision Bets and Pieces Blogspot. Welcome to another episode of Talk About Things straight from Olaf's Super San Marino press conference. Oh wait, that's not accurate. I just got carried away. Hee <laughs> hee.
3: And this is Panos and welcome to our podcast, which hopefully is now already your favorite Eurovision analysis podcast. New episode, new week. Let's go. Take it away. Boy, I,
0: need you. I feel the shadows in my-
3: no, no, this is not the one. I'm always on the run, run, run,
0: run Clothes but never done, 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 I can break up when I'm free Lost in my own identity
3: Okay, so here we go with Germany, the first country for today. Well, and let me start this off by saying that I'm actually glad that, you know, this bubble burst sooner rather than later. I mean, obviously, the, the build-up to this national final was more about Rick a song that wasn't selected than the than the one actually selected in the end. And, and you know, I'm glad this finished because I think I wouldn't be able to take another three months of everybody of many people hyping this up as something more than it was. Um, and the fact that it actually underwhelmed a lot in both the public vote and the jury in the national final, I think tells us all, all that we need to know. And, and and it's like, it's not like I hated that song, not at all. I mean, I, I think it's, a, it's an okay song, but it, it basically touches a pet peeve of mine you know it's when some songs have this you know cover-up of quality but then underneath you actually have a song that's you know medium not that strong pretentious a bit too elaborate a bit too you know hollow and insipid so that was my main issue so like maybe at times I, I I would sound like I hated it more than I do which i didn't I, I found oh boy you know a, a decent track but but it wasn't you know, all that that was my my main my main issue uh well we don't have to deal with that anymore and um i mean having said all that i, I do think that it was probably in theory germany's best chance to escape the bottom five or something you know that, that that song on the Eurovision stage, uh, staged in a better way. I mean, I I could see it perhaps. You know, you know, getting uh, jury. Uh, I don't know, cl- close to the top ten, outside the top ten. Uh, who knows? Uh, and then, you know, lower public vote and escaping twentieth. But you know, it is what it is. It's it's over now. We have a winner. Um, you know, the guy can sing Isaac, the song is decent enough not great, not bad but, you know, it's a bit there, you know, when when we have all of the songs Uh, I understand the comparison that it's a bit like a better, more commercial version of the John Newman song I, I, I get that, I get that I mean what can this do? Can it be I mean, I can imagine a scenario where it gets more jury love than we might expect, like something like maybe the Belgian song from 2022, I Miss You by Jeremy, can maybe come 13th with the jury vote. But even if it does that, you know, at that 12, 12th, 13th, 14th, jury, jury marks are very close together. So it's actually the, the public vote that will decide where it goes. And if the public vote is below 20th, even if it gets a jury of thirteenth, I guess it will still be, you know, twentieth overall. So, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a decent effort, but yeah, it's. I'm, I'm thinking that it's another year, uh, for Germany, where when it's, uh, in the last two, uh, big five, let's say.
2: Yeah, I think. Uh... I thought that when I first heard the songs, that I, I thought that Isaac could be probably the one that would win. Actually, remember when we had this chat that I said, okay, Isaac is winning this one, but that was like yeah, two months I ago. I remember that. <laughs> it was, so it was, it was yeah, great, but, great call. Yeah, and actually, I tipped it uh, this uh, weekend as well. So I'm glad if someone took it, uh, I'm more than happy for them. I personally took it at 27, so that was great uh, value there. Excellent. The thing is that yeah, the thing is that uh, probably he's, he's going to land where you, you mentioned he he's going to land. It's like exactly the same with John Newman as well, that this is going to be the someone's 12th or 13th best entry. So it's an average song, but who's going to vote for his, let's say, 12th uh, most likable entry. So that's the thing mm-hmm. that... Well, Juries, he might get some love from uh, neighbors, Austria, Switzerland, or something like that, and maybe a few ones and twos from here and there. But uh, best-case scenario is maybe avoiding bottom three in overall Juries. Uh, sorry, Televote. Uh, I will be personally surprised if he can get more than 10 points. Yeah, great point. And I think, yeah, that's, that's where he's heading. Mm-hmm
1: um yeah pretty much in total agreement we've got uh, this is the sort of thing that we see so many times you know it's a pleasant enough song no one no one's going to hate it but no one's going to love it so you you just have a song that the televote doesn't come for um juries yes you know as you say he can sing the song's fine but again i think Panos may be a bit generous going as high as 13th I, i can see some jury love but i think my my question mark now is where whether it's Below spain or above spain so it's it's maybe maybe the juries will get it above spain um so my spain uh bottom bottom of the grand final remains but i don't know it's it's just one of those sort of plasticky sets, gospely things that exists but i don't think anyone loves
2: yeah uh yeah my, my actual call is like uh 25 maybe 30 35 jury points and then zero to 10 televote points so in case we do have a crowded uh, bottom that could happen so yeah i think even it would be a great bet for an outsider for the last place to be honest
3: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you guys you guys make a great points I, I actually agree with your predicted uh, points uh, i was saying like the 13th place i was using it as a ceiling if it surprises yeah, us yeah, but yeah. It's, you know but it's not the most probable scenario what you just described perfectly is the most probable scenario and uh, it's exactly what Matt uh, said. He he nailed it. It's it's basically still a conversation of will this or Spain be the last of the direct uh, finalists? So, yeah. Um, um, that, that That's where we are. As you said, it's not a bad song, but it might end up as the 13th or 14th favorite of, you know, people or jurors or whatever. Yeah. So do you yeah, think... Um, what do you think about... Uh, M- Matt, what do you think about uh, what I was saying about uh, Rick? Do you think... Ah. that would have more chance because I think it's an interesting I think it's an interesting conversation especially now since Germany now went from being a topic to being a non-topic you know I think it's interesting to at least learn something from that and as I said I was quite vocal generally in terms of the song being overhyped but at the same time as I said that I was actually I'm actually thinking it was the best choice for Germany what do you think in terms of that and versus what was chosen
1: yeah, I'm I'm in total agreement again. The the Rick song was just so pleased with itself, wasn't it? He was he was <laughs> pleased with himself. Um, the song was the song kind of gave this veneer of really high quality, but if you scrape beneath the surface a little bit, it was a, as he said a bit of hollow. Um, so I wasn't massively surprised that the Germans went the way they did in the national final because at least Isaac's song feels. It uh, feels more authentic, in a way, whereas uh, Rick's song, to me, did feel a bit um, oh. bit pretentious. Um, but the the problem remains that it would have given Germany a better result. It would have got much more jury scores in the mm. uh, final. So, so, not a surprise, but also um, they picked the wrong song, unfortunately.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, but it wouldn't make a big difference. Uh, I believe that with Rick, maybe they would have avoided bottom five. Best case scenario, I think it would be something like seventeenth, sixteenth, something like that.
0: Yeah. Again,
2: with a non-existing uh, televote. Uh, so yeah, they
0: missed.
2: Uh, they didn't miss an opportunity. Actually, they just wrote, chose the wrong song, but uh, not that it would make a huge difference. But it was really, really exciting. Uh, not exciting, it was really interesting that there were still people after the final that they were saying that uh, the juries uh, robbed uh, Rick when he finished like fifth with juries and also third with the televote. And I get the point that, uh, okay, they left the lines open after the jury results. But uh, also the thing is that people voted for Isaac to avoid Max Muce. So, best mm-hmm. case scenario, he would have been second uh, Rick. I'm talking about Rick. So, Either way, he wouldn't be the chosen one. So I don't know what was that fuss about. So he lost uh, clearly fifth and third. He was not even near the top.
3: Exactly, exactly. And uh, and, um, and basically, as you said, leaving the lines open is done basically so that the Televote aligns more with the, uh, the juries, you know, so that uh, you don't get the fourth from the jury winning because when the, the people see where the jury is uh, which ones are leading the jury they will concentrate on the couple of ones that can win so uh, I, I guess that's why isaac also yeah, the won, uh, the, the, yeah so uh, i guess that's why, because when you see that top two of the jury vote is isaac and and um uh max then the televote will concentrate on those two because they consider the rest don't have a chance okay and in this way the top of the jury kind of aligns to the top of the and You don't get people complaining that the jury got their winner, you know, so I I, I get that. But, but as you say, even if this wasn't the case, even if any of the televoting lines were not open, he Rick would have come maximum second after, after max. And, um, yeah. and, you know, and you cannot say on top of that you cannot say that the jury robbed him because this was already even for the lovers of this song before going into the national final this was already a song that was talked about being a more of a jury song so even if you can't get the juries to have this in their top four in the national final then i mean you can't complain
0: yeah
2: yeah I totally I agree with you
0: it.
3: Okay, next one is the more or less perennial overachiever of Moldova so what do we have this year an- another returnee actually it's the fifth year or something in a row that Moldova is sending an artist that has already represented them I think that's right uh, so yeah let's go to Matt first uh, who has the most western ears I would imagine uh, from us so what do you think about this uh, eastern offering then Matt
1: <laughs> I think it's um I don't really like it, Panos. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, I mean it's so Natalia Barbu in the middle, which I think is very optimistic as a title because I can't see it being in the middle. Um it's it's just all these different elements thrown together. Um the instrument, the ethnic instrumentation break, there's an instrumental break near the end. That's quite nice, but all the other elements are just kind of thrown together. Nothing hangs together. So as a a coherent piece of three-minute music, it doesn't, maybe it is my Western ears. I just, I can't see it. I just feel like they've got these elements and they just, um, they just hope that some will catch. But for me, as I say, apart from that little ethnic break at the end, I didn't love any of it. Um, It didn't win the public vote, did it, on Saturday? Uh,
3: No, no, uh, this other entry actually uh, got much more,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah and there's I, a
2: scandal about this one as well. Really? The, yeah, after the press conference, he accused the other singer that she was buying SIM cards or something like that.
1: Really? Okay. I mean, that's, for me, the, the, I don't see appeal on either side, and I think it's a pretty straightforward non qualifier. What about you, Yanis?
2: Uh, I am with you 100%. I think this is a definite non-qualifier, but it might have a fighting chance. So I can see this one finishing maybe 12th, even 11th, but I think it's going to be far away from qualification. The good thing for them is that because the national final is always, let's say, so it's basically non-existent, so they don't have a nice staging or whatever, uh, when we see the Moldovan songs on stage in Eurovision the qualities always they do have a better show and a better staging there so many people think oh this is better than I actually thought it was but that doesn't mean that it's going to qualify or something but I have the impression that it's, gonna, it's not going to finish last or second last I think that they have a fighting chance but they will be maybe 20-30 points away from qualification either way
3: yeah, of course, I agree. I agree with. You think? I, yeah, I agree with both of you guys. It's um, I mean, yeah, Moldova. It's very hard for Moldova to finish last or you know in the penultimate uh, place. But, but yeah, I'm thinking this is more of a non qualifier, especially in that semi final. It's 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 a very hard semi final, and even if they get some points from from some friends, there's so many big hitters there with better songs anyway. <laughs> Um, so I think it's it's I would be surprised if they make it, and and it's what Matt says as well. It's like it's this song made of made up of different parts uh, that um, doesn't really make sense. That the I agree. The best part is that ethnic beat, but yeah, I mean, w- w- what is it about? Who is it for? And and even the presentation. Okay, maybe they will change it, but this presentation that I saw at the national final was was one of the, it was the best examples of a of a hit and miss presentation I think, I think they tried to play a lot with the gimmick you know of her being in the middle and everybody looking the same but it was a lame gimmick you know and it was like it, it, it was like very what the fuck it was and totally pointless backfired
1: I didn't even get that yeah, reference <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm assuming that's what they were trying to do but it was uh, totally lame.
1: Yeah, totally lame. True 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 true.
3: So yeah, it's, it's looking m- more like a non-qualifier. We have to wait and see for the running order and the rest of the field but yeah, not looking good. Not at all. <laughs> Big fun one next Estonia. What do we think about this one, Matt?
1: Yeah, I'll start because um, I know that me and Janis are are keen on Estonia and its chances, and uh, are keener than New Pans, I believe. So yeah, I think you've got, as you say, funds fun's the right word. You've got this huge um, sort of moment that I can see going really big in the hall on the on the Saturday night. Um, Obviously, qualifications not in doubt for this one. Um, So yeah, I mean, again, I think it's really um, it's a really nice package. I think it has got a lot of musicality as well as being fun. So I do think there's some jury potential. Um, the question mark is gonna be how big the jury shortfall is. Um, my concern for it is the way it's currently being presented. Um, it's a little bit too much fun and a little bit unserious. So that worries me a little bit because I think if they play it a bit more straight, they could get jury points um, and then they could be a, a, you know in the top 10 conversation. Um, so the fear is they go too much down the Moldovan route of twenty two which I think got only fourteen or fifteen jury points um and I can see that being a problem for Estonia if they're not careful um but I think personally it's got um a lot of charm uh, as I say it has got musicality um I think the guys are relatable but in you know in a in a, in a across Europe wide uh, continent way um and as I say it's just going to have that moment on the night if it's position nicely in the grand final where it becomes this big in the hall moment that gets people excited. What about you, Yanis?
2: Yeah, I'm on board with uh, what you said. So when I first uh, saw the video clip, I thought that this has top five potential if it's somehow credible with the jury. So I do think that they can get a, a really nice televote and then if they change the staging, this is the main concern for me right now, because with the staging that they had on the semi-final and STL Lao final, uh, I don't think that they are getting there. So if they can find a way to keep the fans there, but also make it a little bit more credible, because the song is really nice, to be honest. It's not a joke entry or something like that. Then they might find a way for a top 10 result. I'm not saying top 5 anymore, because yeah, it's not going to happen. But uh, if we compare it for example, with Finland, which is a nice example, I do think that this one is coming more credible yeah. and there is an actual sound behind the staging as well. So having uh, Finland on 30 plus and Estonia on 95 doesn't make sense to me. So uh, let's hope that they will change their staging and uh, maybe be let's say a strong candidate for the top 10 re- for a top 10 result. What do you think, Panos? I know that yeah. you don't, it's not that you don't like the song, but you're, let's say, more cautious with this song.
3: Yeah, exactly. I mean, everything you said, I, I see it and I agree and uh, with most of it. Like, it's not that I don't, okay, I like the song maybe a bit less than you guys, but I still like it. I mean, it's still high, let's say, in my personal rankings. It's just that I'm, a, I'm more cautious because I there's this thing, you know, when sometimes something is not a joke in reality, and I don't think this is a joke, but it can be perceived as a joke, you know? As you said, the video clip was less jokey than the actual presentation, and the the Moldova 2022 comparison by Matt was great. So I think this song actually, compared to Finland, as you said just now, it has artistry, it has substance, but the way that it could be perceived could basically dilute that substance a lot, you know? Uh, so uh, th- this is a problem the way that it's presented now I feel any artistry or any substance that it had or that we understand it has or that the fandom understanding it has is lost on the on the general public on the juries um of course then there's the caveat of like you know like um, Austria last year with popo if you try to make a fun song, give it a more credible presentation yes you might get more juries but then you lose televotes you know so it's it's a fine balance so yeah so but but also my my worry also comes not just from the jury because i think on this we agree i also i am less sure about its televote than you guys not that it won't do well but what i'm saying is that this fun, jokey part of it might travel less than people think outside Estonia. It might still, it will still get televotes, but it might, you know, it might get uh, Croatia 2023, let three level of televote or below that, you know? So it doesn't mean that it's going to be top five televote. It could be televote eighth or ninth. And especially the way this year is, um, is going even with half the songs available now i can make a list of songs or potential songs by countries that could beat it in the public vote and it could easily be seventh or eighth so my worry is not just from the artistry lost for the juries and that it looks like a joke entry without being a joke entry it's also the fact that its televote might be less than what we think but whatever the case i agree with you this this is basically the conversation is whether this will be top 10 or if it was, it will come 14th or something. So I think those are the areas where we're moving.
2: Yeah, we might have another video clip uh, song actually. So it's like you mentioned uh, Austria before. So we might have a great video clip that actually raised expectations from everyone and then it fails to place those expectations on stage. So that, I think that's the main concern now. So it felt a bit messy. And too many things were happening at the same time, but not in a good uh, way in the final. So, yeah, I do think it's going to be, yeah. I think we are talking about a mid-table song that might have a chance to become a top 10. Yep. Uh, we need to see if this is going to get the hype uh, and yeah, uh, distinguish itself from the other, let's say, Televote Magnets. It's on the second half of the second semifinal. And we do have Netherlands waiting to appear there. We have Israel. So hmm, things might be hard for them. Yeah,
3: we have no- Norway. We have,
2: yeah, we have Norway as well. So, yeah, they need to find a way to, let's say, create a momentum from the semi final. And this might not happen. So, yeah, it might go under the radar and uh, stay there for the whole Eurovision season. So, things like 14th, like you said, Panos.
1: Yeah. It's one of those ones where you, we don't know. Talking in February now, we don't know in May how this is gonna, how this is gonna hit. You know, the songs that, that find the zeitgeist in May are really hard to predict, aren't they? So it, it, this one's got this one's got the elements to um, to catch fire and get some memeability. Um <laughs> and with the credibility of the musicianship. I, I I'm not I'm as you say. I think price wise, you look at the that the um, outright odds you know, people wanted 100s currently and there's 85s and you've got Finland, which is way less credible and to me a much inferior package It's at, oh, what is Finland these days? 30, something like that? Yeah,
3: 30 plus. Yeah, but I mean, I'll tell you something. If this was the top 10 market, I would agree. I would have them reversed, but for the win market, okay, both of them are redundant for the win market but i kind of understand though finland is much worse i kind of understand why finland is shorter because i can see easier a path for finland to go crazy and get a ridiculous televote which will then be killed by the jury than estonia so I, you know what i mean N- nobody none of the two will win but i can see why the case is stronger for finland
1: yeah, I think I look at it as a trading from a trading point of view. If I could get matched at a it's not that I've asked, but if I could get matched at a hundreds, I can I could see this trading a lot less in May if this catches fire. Uh,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so Denmark next. Well, this was gonna be another short and sweet, I think. I mean, okay, giving them some credit, I, I do think that it's better than your usual Danish entry of recent years, maybe because it's uh, Swedish, <laughs> actually. Um, I mean, it's, it's a decent, I guess, listenable radio song for me, the singer is decent, but you know, better than usual, which doesn't say much, but again, what's the target? qualification isn't it and even that is hard first part of second semi-final it's quite low down the priority list for qualification so even though this on the surface and the face of it looks like an improvement I think we might end up you know having the same reading the same uh, scenario again what do you think what do you think Yanis
2: yeah, my concern is that she finished third in televoting in the super final in Denmark. And Denmark, Denmark is not very well known for its televoting power, at least in the recent years. So and then coming from the first half of uh, semi-final, uh, I don't think how this one can find a way to qualify to qualify, to be honest. It does it might finish twelfth or thirteenth, but I think this is the best they can do. The song is nice, radio friendly as you said, but then Mark, unfortunately, they have one of the biggest uh, national final productions and somehow they failed to send an actual song for the last three, four years. So I think their last competitive entry was back in twenty twenty when we didn't have a, a song contest Yeah, True in, yeah. in the end. So for me is a no. I don't I I cannot find a way that they can qualify. What do you yeah. think, Mark?
1: yeah just to reiterate it came third in their public vote in the national final so you go to a televote semi-final continent-wide and it's it's it just can't i just can't see how it can find those points um they haven't qualified since 2019 and this one's not going to change that i'm afraid
3: yeah sorry Denmark's short and sweet (laughs) Saulė
0: nepakyla, pasakį, ką liks iš alia. Loktelk, loktelk, dar viena minutė, loktelk. Loktelk, loktelk, dar viena minutė, loktelk. Naktis viena, naktis kita, kaip visada, aš vėl iš naujo
3: Okay, next one, and it's a good one, Lithuania. It's one that I personally like uh, quite a lot, even though I, I did like the Rube song more than most, but yeah, this one is more special, isn't it? I think it it strikes very well, both the televote, since it's Lithuania anyway, and the juries. Um, I mean, this, this sounds pretty good to me. What do you think, guys? What do you think, Janis?
2: Yeah, uh, this was the winner from Heat 1, so it was we heard it for the first time like five, six weeks ago, and I did think that, oh, we might have something here, so I was really happy that no one else actually emerged, and he won at easily uh, the Lithuanian national final. So I think, yeah, we're talking about Lithuania, so we do have a country with lots of diaspora, uh, that always get a decent uh, televoting score. But apart from them, I think we do have a song that uh, could uh, get many points from... It is a song that the Western public could really appreciate. And there are many elements there for the Jewish as well. So I think that this one has... I think it's a certain top 10 and maybe they do have some... uh, They do have a chance to even go higher. So what do you think, Matt?
1: Yeah, again, we've got a, a really nice accessible piece of sort of East European um, sort of electro, I suppose, um, which is, which does, you know, it, the nice thing about it, it doesn't um, make any allowances, you know, it actually does what it does and it does it really well and unashamedly, un, which I can't say, sorry. <laughs> um, it's, So I can see it appealing on both sides. There's lots there for the juries, because, as I say, it's genuine and real um, and true to itself. There's loads there for the public. We see that it's doing really well in the uh, in the charts domestically. Um, Obviously, there's a big diaspora there. Um, It's in Lithuanian. Um, So, yeah, top 10 clearly. And then it's whether how high it can go. So, what's Lithuanian's best result in the last? I've been doing this since 2009. They've had a couple of top 10s in that time, I think. Maybe the route were the highest. I may panic yeah. sure quite. Yeah, high. yeah.
3: And actually, they've never been top five. I think their they're, they're yeah, strongest was when they came sixth. In 2006, oh, okay. in Greece, they came sixth with We Are the Winners of Eurovision. I mean, yeah, what's the ceiling of these? I mean, I mean, as we say, I mean, Lithuania came in the last couple of years, 11th and 13th, which with much, much less strong and lamer entries. So this is like looking really strong on both sides. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a hit for the public vote it's special. It's a very well presented pop song for juries right up their street. This is the kind of pop upbeat songs they reward. Um, so yeah, what's what's the ceiling with this? I mean, it's um, it's in Lithuanian. So is that a strength? Is that a weakness? I mean, I suppose if, if if they were to come up theoretically with a with an excellent bilingual version, it would help it. But then going for bilingual or English many times destroys the magic of such entries. So I'm not sure about that. But as it is now, yeah, I mean, how how high can it go? I mean, you know. I think I'm looking at,
1: at if everything came to plan and they got a good running order. I'm thinking I'm looking at about fourth. Personally, I can't see higher than fourth, but um, yeah. that's obviously a good result. But um, what I can about you? see
3: it. Who I can you? see in the fourth to sixth uh, uh, bracket definitely, yeah. because a, a, a bit like a Lithuanian AG Loic, like like Loic was in Belgium 2015. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's
1: yeah, I think,
3: yeah.
2: Fourth to sixth, I think it it seems reasonable. Uh, I wouldn't touch the song. I, don't, I wouldn't touch the Lithuanian language. I think it does. Uh, even though we don't understand anything, it still has its magic. So if I wanted to do something, maybe I would add a few English words, but not only a few words. I wouldn't yeah. uh, change anything at all. So, Like
3: a bridge or something, yeah.
2: Exactly. It is Eurovision ready, so the staging, it was perfect for what it is. So I think that, uh, yeah, there is a lot of potential there. But staging's um,
1: good. Staging's slick, isn't
2: it? Yeah, it is. It is. But I wouldn't say I can say this one as a contender.
3: This is the thing with with upbeat songs, you know, songs in foreign languages to win. They have to have something different, something special, something weird. You know what I mean? I'm not sure that a, a pop banger can really do it if it's not in English. I mean, I mean, it could, but I think it's difficult for, for a pop-banger compared to other genres to go for the win uh, if it's not in English.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I think there's there's not a huge chorus either, is there? It's just, it's the same thing repeated, so it's quite linear. There's not huge development, there's no massive climax either. So I feel like it's got a bit of a ceiling because of those reasons.
2: Yeah, I do agree with you, Matt.
3: Yeah, definitely. It's, it's me- more. It, it, it's more. It's, it's, more it's apparent- missing
2: something, Yeah, it's yeah. missing the moment to say that. Oh, this could be a winner or
1: something like that.
3: It's missing yeah. that uh, festival uh, moment. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That moment. That you know, the two minutes thirty normally. But yeah. yeah, that call to arms. It hasn't quite got that.
3: But still very good.
1: Very good. Very very good. <laughs>
0: So
2: the last one for today, Poland, and the question is: Should we consider Luna as a witch or no? What do you think, uh, Panos?
3: Well, they went from one witch to the other, didn't didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> they went from the expectation of one witch to the other, and 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 they join a list of other witches as well. <laughs> what a year. Yes. Uh, so yeah, we'll I, think, uh, I think she, she, she's a witch, but probably a, a good witch, you know? If it was like the Wizard of Oz or something uh, in the West End, she would be the, the good witch. I think she has that edge, but she's also sweet and likable. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, I think so she's the she... Luna from Harry Potter kind of witch. <laughs> yes,
3: yes, yes. And and, and and especially with this song, because the song is sweet, you know? it's uh, I mean. The, the reaction was always going to be this, because everybody was obsessed with uh, The Witcher song, which I, I, I didn't mind, I liked it. But in terms of Eurovision, I could really see it's it's a bit, it was a bit 20 years too late, wasn't it? I mean, it felt like something that the fans would hype up, but then would come 15th. Th- that's the feeling that I had. Whereas with this one, um, it feels more current. You know, it feels like an Ellie Goulding hit. Um, it's the kind of thing that uh, can shine and get votes both from uh, the Polish diaspora, but also from random Western countries. Juries should appreciate it. You know, I mean, I, it actually it actually only just won by one point in the internal selection over Justyna, from what I've read. But I, I would argue this is the, the better choice, being someone who was okay with both. I don't know, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I agree with you. So I heard both the songs and I did prefer this one. I think it's uh, slightly more Western-y. So I don't think if that's going to be a good or bad thing with Diaspora, if they're going to be pissed be- piece that uh, Justina lost from Luna and uh, avoid voting or something like that. I do think that this one, okay, Poland has a Diaspora, so semi-final shouldn't be a problem for them. But I do think that it has enough elements from for the Jewish to appreciate for them. What do you
1: think, Matt? Yeah, I'll echo your thoughts. I think they chose well here. I think this is the better choice than than Justina. Um, I think it's a really nice, soft, sweet pop song that can travel. Um, I do think there's, um, on both sides, both categories, jury and public vote, there's going to be potential for votes here. Um her look is quite interesting because she's quite she's quite a kooky, unusual looking lady. So you've got this sweet pop song. Um, and as you say, she can, she comes over quite. I feel they could do something. They can marry her look and that pop song together. I think they can create something if she was just a generic, you know, pretty girl. I think it would be less effective. But I actually think her look and this song works quite nicely as a package.
3: Yeah, that, that's, that's a great point, uh, Matt. Excellent point. Um, It's like sweet and sour together, you know, and uh, her look and style could actually add the edge that this pop song needs and it becomes something more edgy and and especially given uh, the the usual presentations taken by the Polish TV, which most people make fun of, but I actually like them. I think they actually, they they do go a bit over the top, but I think they actually increase and enhance the chances of their songs. So there's so much here to work. For uh, with, you know, the song, her look, and the usual style of the Polish TV are ingredients for something quite spectacular, I would say.
2: Yeah, yeah. I have a feeling, Hans, maybe, that uh, we will see Ireland and Poland back-to-back in the semifinal for some reason. I think that they will try to do something like that.
3: Because it's, nice it's like it's, it's it's like the West End, uh, you know, uh, Wizard of Oz. Uh, it's uh, wicked. It's like the bad, the evil witch, followed by the nice witch.
2: Yeah. yeah, I think something like that. And I'm guessing that's gonna be Ireland first and Poland second.
1: Yeah, it's a nice contrast. So I think we're all a bit, um, we're a bit more optimistic than the market seems to be on this one.
3: Yeah, yeah, we are. But this was expected, to be honest. Uh, I think you know the the market now is. Uh, Is basically fun sentiment mainly. Mm It's so early in February. uh, And this was fully expected. I mean, it would really take a masterpiece of a song for the market to like it if it wasn't Justina. You know what I mean? Um, And and, and that point that you made about the diaspora, I don't think they care that much. I mean, okay, Justina is more uh, well known, obviously, than than Luna, who is um, a, a new name. But, but it's not like Justina is super loved. She, she's a bit of an edgy character in Poland. So I, I don't think that really matters. I think for the diaspora, it's not the only thing. I think it's also a song that, that, that that's a hit, you know, this song is slowly becoming a hit in uh, when Daria went to the national final a couple of years ago and lost to um, Ochman, to o- 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 her hit um, was all- her song was already a big hit in Poland. I was listening to it there in over Christmas before the national final when I was there. Uh, Paranoia. So she wasn't very well known back then, but because she had the hit song, Diaspora would vote for it. So I think we're heading in a similar direction now.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Poland never missed the top 10 in televoting uh, since 2008. Only I think they they did miss it in 2021. But I think all the other years they were always in the top 10. So I don't think there will be a problem especially for the seventh final and then i think they do have a guaranteed pull of uh, diaspora votes there so if tourists are on board so i think they are heading for a, a very good result
3: yep i feel the same yep yeah agreed. i can't wait to know
0: what do you think about things believe it. I will always
3: be there so you can tell me anything and I'll listen So that's it from us this week. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Feel free to spam our comments section on X and keep the conversation going and we'll see you next week with even more brand new releases. I can't wait to know
0: What do you About things, believe it. I will always be there, so you can tell me anything, and I'll listen.